you something was gonna happen and it didn't happen yet, stop crying. There is life in it yet. Gideon began with 32,000 against the Midianites who had 135,000. There have always been, there will always be more of us than there are of them. We are remnant, revenant, resurrected revivalists. That's who we are. This is not a time to pray weak, timid prayers. A timid faith will be intimidated. Pray with boldness, pray with courage, pray without doubt, pray without fear. Jesus chooses unpolished people on purpose for his purpose. But God is saying you're moving beyond the gift and you're moving into the anointing. Tabernacles, where we are tonight, is a call to relationship. It's a call to power. It's a call to the infilling with the very spirit of the living God. It's a call to every one of us to dwell with the Holy One of Israel. He that is with you shall be in you. We've never seen a time like this. The reason for it is that we are in this season right now. And Satan knows either Jesus is coming in the rapture for his church during this season, one year, or we get a double portion outpouring of seven and five different blessings of God that deal directly with the Feast of Tabernacles or booze, which is where we are right now. So we want to talk about dwelling with God in the Feast of Tabernacles. Leviticus 26, 11 and 12. Here's what God said. I will set my tabernacle among you. I shall set my tabernacle among you, God dwelling with us, and I shall not abhor you. I will not resist you. I will not be against you. I will be your God. I will be your God. Come on. I shall not abhor. I will walk among you. Think of that. During this season, God said, I, the living God that created heaven and earth, I will walk among you and I will be your God and you will be my people. Now, the season of tabernacles, chart again, the season of tabernacles divided into two main parts, two distinct portions, as I shared with you. Number one, number two, which could be in here, would be the days of awe, 10 days, and then the feast of Yom Kippur. So these two are divided from, these run together, they are divided from where we are today, the feast of tabernacles, right? A time of celebration, the Feast of Tabernacles. You better get ready to party. These are called Moadim, the feast, not of Israel, but of God. And the Feast of Tabernacles is the seventh, isn't that interesting, and final festival of God for the year. Now, Sukkot is the Hebrew name, which means booths. Right there is one. That's actually a Sukkot. 
Sukkot, plural Sukkot. This is Sukkot is booths. This feast reflects to us God's provision of shelter, booths in the desert when the children of Israel came out of Egyptian bondage. Over in Leviticus chapter 23, verses 34 through 42, God says these words to Moses. The Lord's festival of tabernacle begins and it lasts for seven days. On the first day, you are to take branches from luxuriant trees, pay attention, from palms, willows, and other leafy trees and rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. Now, during the 10 days of awe, you were supposed to be in introspection. You were supposed to be in self-examination, but we've come through that now. Rosh Hashanah, all the way through Yom Kippur, that's finished. Now we are in the festival, the Feast of Tabernacles, and God said for seven days, which we're right in the middle of right now, I want you shouting, I'll show you. He said, celebrate this as a festival of the Lord every year. Then he continues, live in temporary shelters for seven days on Sukkot, observant Jews build temporary shelters, which are called sukkahs. There is a sukkah, and the Jewish people will build these in their backyards, they'll build them on their balconies, they'll build them anywhere around where they normally live, and what it symbolizes is this, dependence on God. Now, these booths or sukkahs can reach a maximum of 30 feet, but there is no limit to the length and the width. Here's why. Because the sukkahs, the booths, must have at least three sides, and they've gotta be large enough for an entire family, wait for it, and their guests. So here you see what would be a typical sukkah that is built during, for these seven days. And the children of Israel, the Jewish people at this time, will spend most of their time living inside here. But it has to be big enough because what this is all about, this Feast of Tabernacles, is that it symbolizes unity. Now, Sukkot has three major symbols. They are what I've just shared with you, the booth or the sukkah. But now here are two more that are gonna bless your heart. The ancient lulav. Well, what is that? Well, here's a picture of it. It's called a lulav. It's a palm branch tied together with two willow branches and with three myrtle branches. You got it? They would tie those together. And then the third is a fruit that looks like a lemon. Uh, and it's, it's very, very, very tasty. It's called an etrog. It's a lemon-like fruit. Now, every day 
of Sukkot, tabernacles, except Shabbat or the Sabbath, the lulav and etrog, you see them both together here, the lulav and the etrog are, this changed my life when I saw it in God's word and I do it every day. They're ceremonially waved in six different directions before the Lord. Are you ready? To the north, above. To the south, beneath. To the east and to the west. Wow. The north, the south, the east, the west, above and beneath. Those six directions. And what is happening while they're doing that is they are declaring the presence of God dwelling with them during these seven days. For us, it's every day in the New Testament economy that God, his presence, Jehovah Isus Hakaboth, the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle, Jehovah Rohi, our shepherd, Jehovah Rapha, our healer, Jehovah Sitchenu, our righteousness, Jehovah Makedesh, our holiness is going in front of us, behind us, above us, beneath us, to the left of us, to the right of us, surrounding us, surrounding us, lifting up a shield, according to Psalm 512, a shield in every direction of his own presence of favor. I want to please ask you to, just for the next few minutes, to listen very, very closely with, with great intensity because your response to the directive of Almighty God will unequivocally impact your blessing over the next 12 months. Here's why. We've just entered into a brand new year on God's celestial calendar. It's ushered in by the grand and glorious Feast of Tabernacles, or Sukkot, the Hebrew word for secret place. It's when a holy and all-powerful God covers us beneath his shadow. He overshadows us with his very presence and leaves every one of us filled with his glory, the manifestation of his tangibility and power. Because you and I, we serve a God of more than enough. But listen, that's not the end of the blessing. There are five more Feast of Tabernacles blessings that are recorded in your Bible just for you. And the key to receiving all seven of them is just a few pages away over in chapter 16 and verse 16. Now, come before me. But do not come to this feast empty-handed. You see, 
We're commanded by God to honor him during this third and final feast season of the year with an offering specifically, hear me now, for the relief of strangers, orphans, and widows, those for whom nothing is prepared. As God draws closer to us during this season than any other time, he purposes in his heart to show forth and display in us a very key characteristic of his own nature. Our God has the deep desire that we remember the desperate and the dying, the crying and the sighing around us. Today, there are multiplied millions. They're waging a daily battle for survival in the Horn of Africa. Thousands and thousands of children are starving. They're wasting away from the cruel specter of famine and disease. These are babies we're talking about, young children. And you and I together today, we can help them with our tabernacles offering. If your tabernacle's offering today for strangers, orphans, and widows is $50, that, that meager amount, it will help us feed a frantic mother and her children who are growing weaker and weaker day by day. Now this commanded offering, what I call a sow offering, S-O-W, specifically for the relief of strangers, orphans, and widows. You know, $100 will help us feed two desperate, dying families. Every gift, large or small or in between, will help save lives today. This tabernacle season comes to a close on October the 6th, starving families need your help. There's not a moment to delay, so please hear the voice within my voice today. I know you will. Write to me, call the number on your screen, or just log on to our secure website, rodparsley.com, and your gift today will help suffering, frightened children and their families in South Sudan, in Somalia, and Ethiopia, strangers, orphans, and widows. So for them, according to God's command, do it today, do your best, and I know God will bless you for your great faith and obedience. Earthquakes in Morocco, record hurricanes forming on both coasts, and overwhelming flash floods have left millions in great need. Widespread famine and lack in the Horn of Africa continues to threaten young children's lives. During the Feast of Tabernacles, God directs us specifically to sow, to bless the stranger, the orphan, and the widow. Your commanded offering is critical today to Bridge of Hope's missions outreach wherever help and hope 
is needed. To thank you for your compassionate tabernacle seed of $100 or more, you'll receive Dr. Parsley's new feast series, Dwelling with God. Each of the messages revealed the deep mysteries of the Feast of Tabernacles. Plus, we'll add the insightful book, The Sukkot Mystery Revealed. We'll also include other bonus gifts to enhance and enrich your spiritual walk. Obey God's command to not appear before Him empty-handed. Sow an uncommon Sukkot seed of $1,000 or more, and we'll send you this beautiful red glass and black marble atonement flame. The base is engraved with lyrics from the hymn, The Cross, The Blood. Please call, write, or sew online before this feast season ends on October 6th. Every Tabernacle's gift of love will receive our beautiful Blessings of Obedience 16-month calendar. Sow in obedience to God's command and believe for the Blessings of Tabernacles to be released in your life. Call or give safely online today. In chapter 7 of John, the Lord Jesus himself went to Jerusalem during the Feast of Tabernacles. He did it in secret because there were <laughs> gangs, if you will, of religious and political people conspiring to do everything they could to kill the Lord Jesus. But he wasn't going to miss the Feast of Tabernacles. Halfway through the festival, that's where we are right now, he began to teach. Some of the hearers, they were amazed at his teaching. Others were enraged. It's kind of like my preaching. <laughs> sometimes people get enraged, but sometimes they receive the Word of God with gladness of heart. Well, these folks were in both camps. And there was such a stir, it was a, a riot, that the chief priests sent men to arrest the Lord Jesus, but they couldn't lay a hand on him. You know why? He always had a passing through anointing. I feel the Holy Ghost speaking right now. So do you. You, my dear brother, you, my dear sister, you, my dear friend, my wonderful partner, you have a passing through anointing and the evil one touches you not. Now, on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus cried out in John 7, 37 and 38, cried out. Here's what he said. If anyone is thirsty, pay attention, pay attention. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow rivers of living water. The seventh day of the Feast of Tabernacles is a very, very special day. It's called Hoshana Rabbah, Hoshana Rabbah, or the great salvation. Remember, when God wants us to bring everybody we possibly can to the sukkah, to church with us, on that day, the high priest would go fill a golden pitcher with water, and then he'd go into the courtyard of the temple 
and he would pour that water on the altar. When? The seventh day of the Feast of Tabernacles, the day that Jesus said, the day that Jesus said, if anyone is thirsty, this is while the high priest is taking a golden pitcher and pouring water out on the altar in the courtyard. And Jesus walks out there and says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. For as the scripture has said, whoo, whoever believes, rivers of living water shall flow forth within them. Now, this, this whole theme of living water is, is prominent. It resounds, it echoes, it vibrates throughout the Gospels. You remember the encounter of Jesus with the Samaritan woman at a well? Jesus said to her in John 4, everyone who drinks this, this water is going to thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never thirst. Indeed, said Jesus, I will give him that which I will give him will become in him a well springing up to eternal life. Now, hold on. Jesus is saying, I am that living water. If you thirst, I am that living water. That if you drink it, will be in you and you will never thirst again. Can I say this? He was talking about the Holy Ghost. That he would pour out the Holy Ghost who was with you but would be in you a well of living water springing up to life everlasting and you would never thirst again. That's why I wonder if people that walk away from God ever, I don't believe they had the real thing. I, I really don't. I, I believe they got some, some facsimile of it, but I don't know that they got the real thing. Because brother, I have never thirsted again for anything other than more of him since the day I was baptized in his precious spirit. Tabernacles, where we are tonight, is a call to relationship. It's a call to power. It's a call to the infilling with the very spirit of the living God. It's a call to every one of us to dwell with the Holy One of Israel. He that is with you shall be in you. Hear this preacher, the most insignificant backward things that you would never think God would be interested in in your earthly existence. He wants to draw all of that so near to you. Those ordinary times that your mind would think of him, that your heart would reach out to him, that you would practice an awareness that he's there when you're watching your little boy play Little League or your little girl at the dance recital. 
He's there. He gave the Lord Jesus so he could be. When you're doing things that don't seem in any way to have anything to do with spirituality, are you thankful? I, I know when I, I of course, I, I practice this. I know that this is the season that I'm supposed to be in. Earthquakes in Morocco, record hurricanes forming on both coasts, and overwhelming flash floods have left millions in great need. Widespread famine and lack in the Horn of Africa continues to threaten young children's lives. During the Feast of Tabernacles, God directs us specifically to sow, to bless the stranger, the orphan, and the widow. Your commanded offering is critical today to Bridge of Hope's missions outreach wherever help and hope is needed. To thank you for your compassionate tabernacle seed of $100 or more, you'll receive Dr. Parsley's new feast series, Dwelling with God. Each of the messages revealed the deep mysteries of the Feast of Tabernacles. Plus, we'll add the insightful book, The Sukkot Mystery Revealed. We'll also include other bonus gifts to enhance and enrich your spiritual walk. Obey God's command to not appear before Him empty-handed. Sow an uncommon Sukkot seed of $1,000 or more, and we'll send you this beautiful red glass and black marble atonement flame. The base is engraved with lyrics from the hymn, The Cross, The Blood. Please call, write, or sew online before this feast season ends on October 6th. Every Tabernacle's gift of love will receive our beautiful Blessings of Obedience 16-month calendar. Sow in obedience to God's command and believe for the Blessings of Tabernacles to be released in your life. Call or give safely online today. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone, every partner, every friend who have already called or gone to robparsley.com to give your once a year commanded by God tabernacles offering. Your obedience to the Lord to remember the stranger, the orphan, the widow. So, and to help Bridge of Hope rush, listen, 50,000 life-saving meals to starving, helpless children and their families across the Horn of Africa. If you haven't responded with your Tabernacles offering of $50 or more, could you do that today? Please, won't you call or visit rodparsley.com right away? And remember, take a moment and write to Joni and me with how God's Spirit is moving in your life in this season of revival. You know what? I may share your testimony right here on the worldwide broadcast of your breakthrough. Now, if you're not taking advantage of all the brand new ministry content every day on YouTube, please go to YouTube after this broadcast. Like, subscribe, hit that bell, that notification bell, so you will not miss when I come up live. Joni and I love you so much. We're praying for you every day, twice a day. And I'm looking so forward to sharing 
the good gospel news of Jesus Christ with you, your family, the whole wide world because of your support right here for over 30 years on your breakthrough. Thank you.